This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. You'll find out what happened to Frankenstein and other stuff that never happened. Freaking nerds. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the Unknown. Locations. What's going on? Not me. I'm I'm home. You're home. Good for you, buddy. Done. Great way to cap it off at Cobb's in San Francisco. Yeah. Great way to great great shows to end the year. You had a good time there. Yeah. Good good shows. Uh. Uh. Yeah. Old Sean Jordan was with me. Murad was opening, uh, and I'm gonna fuck up his last name, but he's on my social media. I think he did a great job. Cobb's good place. Yeah, that's a fun one. I've um, I did a guest spot there years ago. It's yeah, a fun spot. It was a good way to cap off the year. I'm annoyed by petty things right now, but I'm yeah. not going to let that ruin my mood, Dave. What's uh, what's bothering you, bud? Let's go. Sorry, everybody. It's going to be a Kyle <laughs> bitches about stuff for a little bit. Oh, moment. come on, get it out, get it out, buddy. Uh, f- God, just drive. God. Uh, Oregon drivers, man! Holy shit, dude! I know I hate I hate I try to steer you away from the driving thing because I'm yeah. like nobody wants to listen about that. Everybody drives here like heaven's real, and they're all perfect Christians. What do you mean? Like, like just what? Let's just take our time. Let's just five under the speed limit. There's no rush. We're all going to get to heaven. Mm-hmm. No, there's nothing to do on earth because we know heaven's waiting for us. <laughs> so let's take our time doing everything forever that's it that's all i want to say about that one hmm i far i don't you know what i don't want to throw uh, an american business under the bus mm-hmm. red wing shoes absolute dog shit <laughs> absolute dog shit my fucking year long my year long saga with these fucking boots you still haven't broken them in i finally i've got some heel inserts some of it's on me dave i found out i have something called Haglin's deformity, which if deformity is already part of the problem, why put an even uglier word bef- in front of it? It's got a real Frankenstein's monster connotation to it. What is that? My heel bones come out all crooked. I got I got heels that look like velociraptor skulls. Huh. Well, that's like unfortunate. A real, yeah, but I realized that's what was screwing up. I got little inserts. I was finally starting to break them in. I, like where by break in, I mean my feet weren't outwardly bleeding <laughs> by wearing these boots. America's boot, the most, as was told to me, the most comfortable footwear you could possibly get hmm. once they're broken in. If you don't perish before they're broken in, they're, anyway, that's my heel thing. I'm sitting there barely wearing these things enough to break them in. Sole isn't even really worn down at all. 
all the stitching on the top is starting to come off. Mm. I take it to the Red Wing store. They're like, oh, well, they have a year against manufacturer's defects. I bought these things October 28th. It is now December 5th. And the guy, the guy at the store is like, well, it's well over a year. I'm like, you mean a month? <laughs> well, yeah. That guy sucks. Red Wings suck. <laughs> Fuck this company. <laughs> Save yourself $300 boots. If they were cheaper, I'd get $300 boots. Damn. I got a pair of $90 cloth Doc Martens, not even the leather ones, that uh-huh. I wore till the bottoms were flat almost into the air-pocketed sole. Yeah. Fuck mm. these boots. Dude, I got some Wolverines that uh, could not be happier with. Really enjoying my Wolverines. Very comfortable. I had a pair of those, too. These 1,000-mile Wolverines, and mm-hmm. the sole f- started falling apart. Mm. Uh, uh, maybe after about 20 miles. Sure as shit, not 1,000 miles. Hmm. It's funny you mention your uh, new deformity there, because I was uh, thinking about this last night. I've heard this condition a lot, but I don't really know what it means. Fallen arches. Is that mean what it sounds like oh yeah like, it's when a mcdonald's goes out of business <laughs> does it literally it's like when, it's, it's when burger king takes up swords and invades a mcdonald's <laughs> so people have fallen arches they just have their the bottom of their feet are just flat yeah i guess they just give up wonder how that works it's like i don't know it's just like you know how like everything else in your body gives up like your your balls droop, your ass I, sags. I wonder if your that happens. quit. I wonder if it happens gradually, or if it just it's like instantaneous. Like if you crush a cardboard box or something, you know. Just, oh, like it, like like you hear it. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck, my arch is yeah. flat now. My my arch just fell. Oh damn it! And also, why would that prevent somebody from joining the military? I don't understand that. It's just, well, these are the things I think th- about. I mean, you think about how much you got to walk in March mm-hmm. and what's expected to you to be on your feet if you have uh, bad feet. Yeah, I guess so. That's like one of the most important. You really don't realize how much you should take care of your feet. Yeah. Yeah, I've never had a pedicure. I'd like to get in there and get a foot bath and let them poke around at me, you know? I'm I'm surprised, you know, the way... You and Katie have been going. She got you the big uh, Russian abuse massage. I'm yeah. Are you, are you ticklish, Dave? Oh, I'm very ticklish. That's why I won't. That's why I haven't gotten a proper massage other than that BDSM session I had a few months ago. That, yeah. lady, that lady beat the shit out of me. Yeah, she. You were saying she got at you. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you should give it a shot. You know. Yeah, maybe I'll look at. I had it. one once. I just, I, it felt unnecessary for me. Hmm. What do you mean? Just because you're not, you weren't sore at the time. You, you didn't do enough physical labor to warrant a massage. Uh, I. No, I no, I meant of of uh, the foot the the pedicure. Oh, the pedicure. I thought you meant a massage. I thought you meant you t- you had a massage no, I, that you didn't really deserve. No, I got a pedicure, and I was just like, well, that was nice, but I don't, I couldn't. I'm going to go get my ears waxed again, maybe today. Ears That's waxed? That's the thing I do now. Yeah. Like they the get, in- they're all fuzzy. 
You know? Yeah, the the inside or like the outer rim. I have the outer rim is just it's it's the constant maintenance. Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, that's and something. Slap some, slap some, slap some hot wax in there, like uh, okay, like you're filling up a butterbell. <laughs> and you just yank it right out. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Oh man. Well, good times, buddy. So you're done for the year. Yeah, dude. It's how was Bakersfield? It's great. Bakersfield. Bakersfield go, was good, man. Did you go to the Kern Oil Field, like I suggested, looking at all those old Derricks? Buddy, I got in. I landed a half hour before the show started. Really? And I left at eight a.m. the next day. Ooh, man, that's cutting it close. Was that was the flight was on time, a, or yeah. were you delayed? No, I was. I mean, it was on time. I was just. I. I. It's a closer call than I would normally schedule, but yeah. I was. I was going for. I, hmm. I. I made the call. The shows were fun, though. Okay. The well. The well comedy club. They yeah. got a fun little spot they're getting going over there. So yeah. I'm rooting for them. Yeah, I enjoyed my time over there. And. Uh, yeah, and then up in San Francisco. San Francisco. It's so weird now with like how there's driverless cars but then it's they're set against this backdrop of a city that still can look very early 1900s in areas what do you mean driverless cars i mean i just got driverless cars up there i can deduce what that means but uh that's a thing now up there yeah like 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 cabs and stuff really i mean there's not there's not a ton of them but you see him, they got all the cameras on the top. I saw one. There was, I think there was a guy in it, like, monitoring it. But you see him with all the cameras on the top. So there's all this, you know, not not, not future anymore. Current technology uh, deployed throughout the city. Wow. As you were going to talk about in one of the subjects for today. Yeah, yeah. I was going to get to the, um, there's that story where the San Francisco PD is going to start using robots to maybe... Uh, like on SWAT call-outs to handle dangerous situations. And uh, that just seems like that's opening up a whole can of worms. I, yeah, I saw the I saw the headline for that, like, San Francisco is going to deploy killer robots. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm not even clicking on this. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't I as got- interesting as the headline would lead you to believe. No, it's, it was like, this is, you want me to do this. I'm, that's what I got home and Rachel did all the AI art that you could do now. Mm-hmm. You know, the stuff like, every, it's, you're going to see it all over Instagram. Oh, so yes. Like, Making everybody look beautiful. Yeah. But it's it's what that represents. I'm Like, right away, I'm like, I don't want to see this. I really don't want my face put in it. What does that represent? Just... It's just they're now documenting your face, which they're yeah, doing anyway. Yeah, and I, yeah. I have clear. Like, I let them scan my eyes so I can get into the airport faster. Hmm. But just it's going to – it's – first off, it's like I, I think it's, you know – put it this way. What if robots start making comedy that's just as good as what we're doing? Well, <laughs> I don't think it would be, uh, you know – too difficult but that's what i'm saying what what if Based people on- are like I, I could just put a thing i want to hear jokes about into mm-hmm. a machine and it'll give it to me yeah that's interesting yeah i mean so they're already they're writing scripts now 
I'm seeing that. But that's that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. I don't like what it represents. Not yeah. like I know it's I know it's silly now, but I don't like what it means for mm-hmm. what's coming. And maybe yeah. I'm just being you know uninformed and and scared about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do I sound like an anti-vaxer now? But I'm just anti-AI art because of the implications. No, I I agree, man. Like the whole facial recognition thing, like. Uh, it's just, uh, I, I feel like this phrase is overused, but it does seem like a slippery slope. Like, where's this going to head? It's a slippery, slippery slope out there, buddy. Man, we, uh, speaking of feet and fallen arches, <laughs> we both watched this a few weeks ago and, uh, we forgot to talk about it. what's going on with Cat Williams shoes in his latest special. <laughs> We, we really it's just ai art it's a slippery slope as far as technology invading our lives so, speaking of feet what's up with cat williams shoes what the fuck and he never addressed it he's clearly wearing shoes that have to be about five size too big for him five sizes i'm looking uh well he, it's so funny looking is is see. that I'm just is that right a now. is that the weirdest form of like overcompensating like dude you're five foot six no one expects you to have size 15 feet dude I th- who, are, who you, are you talking about the? are you talking about the newest special i don't know if it's the newest one it's it's the one we were watching a few weeks ago the one where he's wearing like a silver custom yeah, suit yeah i th- that's the newest one not as uh, not as good as the other ones he's in got, my opinion he's got these chuck taylors these like custom yes. looking chucks that have got to be yes. size 14s or 15s. And he's a yeah, I think he's, diminutive little fella. Who are you fooling? He is a tiny little man. And I think that is, I think it probably is, uh, I'm going to wear big shoes. I think that's probably it. He's crazy. <laughs> like, he's a crazy person. Not like he's wild. I mean, like, he's crazy. It was distracting. I couldn't focus on the material because I was too distracted by the stupid-ass shoes. I've I've never seen... I just saw somebody in public like that, too, where I was like, my man, (laughs) you are not. This is not. Like, I get maybe putting lifts in your shoes. Like, I I mean, I, I don't condone it, but, like, I could see that. Like, but who gives a shit what size your feet are? Especially, how tall you think? I'm gonna look up how tall. If I had to guess, I'd say Williams. he's five five. All right, I'm being honest with you. I'm not putting enter yet. Mm-hmm. You're saying five five? Yeah, just. I mean, I've never seen him in person, but. Me see. neither. I'm just guessing too. I haven't put it in yet. Uh, by the way, I wrote how tall is Cat Williams in the Google. Second one, how tall is Cat Williams' wife? How old is Cat Williams? What's Cat Williams' net worth? Is Cat Williams really a pimp? <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> he sure is, Google. Um, all right. You're saying 5'5"? Five, five? I'm yeah. just, for keep it interesting, I'm going to say 5'5". Five, five. I'm trying to think. I'm 5'3". Five, five. I'm going to say 5'3". Five, 5'3"? Three. Five, three? I think you're right, but I'm okay. saying 5'3", just to make it interesting. Okay. Let's go. 5'5". Five, 5'5". Five. Five, five. And just five five anatomically, five, eight, it five eight make depending sense. on the hair. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't make sense ice, that your shoes would be that cube. big. 
Ice Cube, 5'8". Ice Cube's just as tall as we are. Huh. How, t- how tall are you, Dave? I'm 5'8 and a half, but I say 5'9 because, you know, when I wear shoes, it boosts me up another half inch. So, And that's, yeah, that's, that's my walking around height, you know? You don't throw half. You don't throw half inches when you're done growing. <laughs> I round up. When you're 14, you can start. Well, I'm this and a half. You're a grown man, and you throw a half inch in there. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, man. How tall is this 53 year old man? Well, I'm five nine and a quarter. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, that's just so bizarre. What a weird form of like a Napoleon complex, like. My how tall is weird Kevin little Hart? Feet. Now, now I'm just looking up how tall are black comedians. That's all I'm doing now. That's funny that we were talking about height because uh, a while ago I couldn't remember if Louis Anderson had died or not because I was just watching uh, Coming mm-hmm. to America. And, God, he was so funny in that. So I I, uh, I Googled him to see if he died. And I forgot that he had died earlier this year. And it said he was 5'7". And I just assumed <laughs> he was a lot taller than that because in uh, Baskets, like he towers yeah. over everyone. Like in baskets, he seems like he's about six three, but uh, in well, it might be movie magic. They might yeah. give him a Tom Cruise lift. This oh, yeah. is a this paragraph is great. This is from CheatSheet.com. Although he may have climbed, although he may have claimed five feet five inches, he's actually five feet four inches and a half. If CelebHeights.com is to be believed, <laughs> CelebHeights.com. Somebody. Somebody went on GoDaddy and bought that website. That's funny. Kevin Hart. 52. 52, wow. Yeah, you got I mean that that explains a lot. There that was explains the, a lot about Kevin Hart's personality. <laughs> there was this uh photo going around a couple of years ago. It was viral in the baseball community. I forgot the guy's name. It's a player for the Dodgers. Ian somebody Ian so, I'm not gonna. Get yeah. It. Anyway, uh, but there's a there's a there's a photograph of him doing a post game interview with a female reporter, and the female reporter was pretty tall, especially for a lady. She was probably five ten, five eleven, and this dude's standing on like an apple box. Yeah. During the post game interview, and uh, you know, presumably they were shooting him from the waist up, so you know, wouldn't reveal his little trick. But like, how insecure do you have to be to stand on a fucking box? To be interviewed just because the lady interviewing you is taller than you. Who gives a shit? I mean, they might have just done that for the shot. Oh, because yeah. think about it, like, oh, think about it. Like our camera's set up to interview somebody three feet away or four feet away from the camera. Now you mm-hmm. got this. Now they got to move the camera way back. Yeah, but fuck that. If versus, I mean, if you versus stand to, on a box. No, I'm not standing on a box. I'd go the other way. But like, no, fucking just shoot me the way it is. I'm not going to stand on a box just to. <laughs> You know, uh, make the I lady mean, take her shoes off. <laughs> better for that guy. I, is being a tiny guy in baseball advantageous? Uh, no, not really. It, it's not advantageous, but it's also not a disadvantage. Uh, baseball is one of the only sports that height doesn't really matter. I mean, it can help you. I mean, but power. That, yeah, power. I mean, like football. Yeah, you don't want to be yeah. a big guy. But yeah, I mean, the MVP a few years ago was the shortest guy in the league, this guy for the Astros, Jose Altuve, who later went on to be a cheater. I don't know if you know yeah. the, the whole thing with the Astros cheating, but there was there was a rumor that during that whole thing that he was wearing some sort of uh, electronic thing under his clothes that was yeah. uh, tipping him off what pitches were coming. And then one game, I think it was uh, 
postseason game, he had a walk-off home run. And I guess previously they used to, you know, when you have like the celebration, sometimes they'd rip each other's shirts off. And he was like telling everybody, don't rip my shirt off, don't rip my shirt off. And everybody was like, that's that's <laughs> odd. And then later it came out that they were all cheating. They were like, I wonder if that's why I didn't want them to rip, rip his shirt off. But, yeah, anyway, he's that's a great sad, ball player. Sense, he's like 5'6", yeah. like and he was like the best player in the league. Okay. Yeah. And there's a couple. There was another guy uh, 10, 15 years ago. There's a guy for Boston, Dustin Pedroia, who was like 5'6", five, 5'7". Five, he was the MVP. So, yeah, baseball's one of the few sports where height doesn't really matter. Is there – what other sports? Obviously, jockeys are good. you got to be mm-hmm. a little guy. Soccer, you know. For the uh, horses. Uh, Messi, the guy for Argentina, he's like literally one of the best players in the world. He's like 5'7". Oh, yeah. You watching any of the World Cup? I'm trying to. Yeah, I, I get yeah. into it. I, I like the fact that it's, you know, every four years I can kind of get into it. But uh, And I played soccer growing up. So, I, you know. Everybody I, played soccer. I was, dude, I was pretty good. I, have I ever talked about this? They used to, like, I was in the newspaper every week. They would cover Little League <laughs> soccer in my hometown. In the Woodstock, Georgia. What was the Woodstock uh, Weekly? The, what was che- it? the Cherokee Tribune. But uh, imagine the poor writer that got assigned that uh, beat. Oh, I got to cover stupid little league soccer. Yeah, but it was always a big deal. Somewhere, man. <laughs> but like, who gives a shit? I mean, it was neat. We were all like, "Wow, I'm in the paper." Yeah, I scored nine goals in one game one time. I was like, "Were you?" This is where I, now, I'm not trying to discredit you right mm-hmm. now, Dave. Mm-hmm. But I remember when I played soccer as a mm-hmm. youth, I. Couldn't give less of a fuck. Oh, I could. So, I was all about were it. You, that's what I'm saying. Did you score nine goals against yeah. an, an, an astonishing defense and <laughs> no. you were that superior? Or is it just a bunch of other seven-year-olds going, yeah, we're, we're cheering for you too, buddy. We just like to see you happy. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, the, the, the competition wasn't too stiff. But I did go on to play like, a, what do we call it, a classic soccer. It was like a traveling team. And um, – when I was like 12 and 13 for two years, I played uh, on this classic team in Cobb County, Georgia. And we would every weekend, we'd travel all over the southeast. And, uh, you know, we'd go to, down to Florida. We'd go up to Tennessee, just all over and play all these other okay, traveling right. squads. But, yeah, I was, uh, I was quite a little player until I uh, – then I got into uh, middle school and um, traded soccer for baseball. Then I became obsessed with baseball. But uh, – yeah, it was really only the like the, the the children of immigrants stuck with soccer. Yeah, but yeah, it it's is really, uh, only the the Italian dads really kept a minute. Yeah, I'm trying to watch this World Cup, but there's just been so many, and it's the low hanging fruit. But like, you watch a game for ninety minutes. So many mm. of these games have been zero zero. Okay, and it, like I think now in the advanced rounds they'll do. Uh, overtime and then penalty kicks, but like that first round, if it's zero zero at the end of the game, it's a draw. How how boring is that? <laughs> it is. I mean, like the athleticism of soccer is pretty. Mm. Oh, it's incredible! Amazing. Like your constant motion. Yeah, and what's crazy too is soccer is one of the few sports um, zero chubby dudes. Like there's chubby dudes in baseball. Oh, you there's, can't you can't be. You no. cannot be. There obviously chubby dudes in football. Even in basketball, you'll see a couple of chubby dudes here and there. But like every one of those soccer players got like five percent body fat. Because yeah, you're constantly running. 
Oh, Jesus. Sorry. When I was coming up, too, uh, for some reason, it always seemed like the cooler kids, and I'm not saying this because I was, but the, the cooler kids played soccer, uh, meaning like like a lot of the skate kids, there was a lot of crossover from like skate kids and, and band musician kids that would play soccer. Like they just had a, a different style and swagger to them than all the dirty little crumb snatchers playing baseball. <laughs> crumb snatchers. <laughs> I've never heard that, just, and it sounds racist. I know it's not, but it sounds like it could be racist. Just dirty little feral children. <laughs> but, like, all the cool kids were playing soccer. Uh, they had the cool haircuts uh, and the cool shorts. We don't hang out behind the strip mall. That's where the crumb snatchers live. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, we haven't spoken on air since uh, Thanksgiving, dude. How you feeling? Oh yeah, when yeah, when was our last when did we record last? Uh several weeks ago. Yeah, there's a lot has gone down since we last Oh uh, yeah, spoke. Let, let's discuss everything. <laughs> yeah, I guess if it's been that long. Yeah. Um you sound like yeah, you didn't ha- have a very good uh Thanksgiving. No. Uh Wait, yeah, gee, has it been that long? Mhm. Yeah. I thought we recorded last week. No, no, we recorded like 3 weeks ago. Okay, yeah. You know, so we put a had, couple in the can for, you know. Okay, had had a fun run at Indianapolis Helium and then Fort Wayne and then uh thank you to everybody in the in the Canaan's giving shows. How were those? Those were great. Yeah. They were great. Yeah. The, it was one of those like I got to start booking softer openers, man. Yeah. I really I got to go up at the end. I'm like, what have I done to myself? Yeah. Like, oh, I booked a comedy festival I wanted to see and then forgot I had to go up at the end. Mhm. Um, I've sit. I realized I was looking like real dog shit the last few weeks, like a oh, like unshaven, overgrown mustache. hadn't cut my hair in months. I just cut my hair today. Like I, I, re- I was looking back. I'm like, yeah, I look bad. I look like bad shape. You shaved the beard but, uh, down though, right? You shaved the beard and left the stash. Yeah, t- yeah. So it's all it's all growing. We're going back to normal. I, I was okay. trying to do a thing, and mm-hmm. it's not. It don't have the capabilities to do the thing. I what, what do you mean? I, you don't I, you don't have the chin. I'm just calling it phase two, and I was going to, yeah. like, I wanted to do slick back hair. I know it's bald. I know. Uh-huh. But I was going to do slick back over the, not to trick anybody, but just yeah. like that's, a weird. That's what I'm doing. Kind of slicking it back. Mm-hmm. And I got, like, this, I got a bald spot, so it looks like I'm trying to do a, a backwards comb over, but, like, I don't give a shit. I'm, I'm enjoying but, uh, my, my but, long hair. And that's the thing. But you don't have, like, a bald. Like, I mean, it's I don't pretty, have a bald spot. It's pretty I'm thin. bald. Yeah. I have an insulting amount of hair left on the top of my head. Like, I would rather it be none mm-hmm. or more. But this middle, wispy, <laughs> like, it just floats around up there like seaweed. <laughs> like, it's just not, there's no There's no uniformity to it. It's just blowing, doing its own thing. So I was like, all right, it's all got to go. Mm-hmm. But uh, so anyway, see, I had a great time, and then whole family was coming out to Portland. My sister and her girlfriend coming up from Los Angeles. My aunt and her friend come down from Seattle, and my folks were flying. I flew on the same flight as them on Thanksgiving Day. Got in Thanksgiving Day. I was like, oh, I'd been kind of running myself ragged out, drinking everything. A little bit of a cough. I'm like, let's be on the safe side. 
Fucking COVID. So I oh. stayed in a hotel all, all for the whole oh. four-day weekend. The whole family which, came out, and you were trapped in a hotel. But which even, like, at least that, that everybody was here, and so they did all get to hang out. I, like, it was a bummer that I, I didn't get to hang out with them, but they were all hanging out with each other. Mm-hmm. You know, it was my folks that had to fly the furthest. But they still had fun. It was just a bummer I didn't hang out with them. Here, you know what? I'm going to gripe again, Dave. This Go is, for it. I left my Nintendo Switch controller in the hotel, and I know I left it in there. And I called right as soon as I checked out, and I got home because there's a hotel in town. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I left it in this room. They're like, well, we'll talk to housekeeping. I'm like, just go look for it. It's in there right now. I can yeah. tell you it's in there right now. Oh, we didn't see it. I'm like, bullshit. You didn't see oh. it. Called again. Like, well, somebody's in the room now. They fucking stole it. Really? You think they, they jacked it? Of course. What else are they going to do with it? And you're positive. I called, like, I, called three t- I called three times and left my name and phone number. Hmm. Taking these businesses down, man, that sucks. Hilton Garden Inn. How long were you uh, in the in the hotel quarantine? Uh, Thursday to Monday morning. Oh man, just by yourself. Just, I mean, it wasn't terrible. Did you did you go did you go out in public do anything? No, I I mean I I went and picked up some food with a mask mm-hmm. on and everything. Yeah. Oh man, that's boring. I ate. I ate good. Yeah. I, that's the thing. Here, uh, I, what'd you eat on Thanksgiving alone? It, well, here's the thing. It's not a woe is me story. Mm-hmm. Had my shots. Had my boosters. Honestly, the one day I felt more congested than the others. Otherwise, I felt fine the whole time. It was mm-hmm. like pissing me off because I would take the tests, and it would still every day I would take a test. It would come up positive. I'm like, I feel fine. Uh-huh. But that's like lucky me, you know. That yeah. it didn't make me feel like shit. Uh, taste of Sichuan. Over here, Beaverton. Good stuff. Oh. Was getting into that. Was And was like, you know what? You're going to be in this room for a while. Order some weird stuff. Don't order safe. Order weird stuff. Yeah. I forgot what I got. Oh, something. It was like shredded potatoes with shredded jalapenos in them. Okay. And like an oil. And like a, kind of like a light oil. Huh. I explained it to Rachel, and she's like, oh, so like hash browns. I'm like, okay, yes, it was hash browns, but it wasn't grilled. It was like, I, I'll, I'm going to find it. I look up this menu item. It was something brand new to me, and it excited me, Dave. I didn't know Asians fucked with potatoes. <laughs> i never seen a potato. <laughs> I've eaten a lot of Chinese Again. Food. Again, there's nothing racist about what you just said, but for some reason, it does sound accusatory. <laughs> I don't know. Asians fuck with potatoes. They don't fuck with cheese. I've never seen they, any cheese in a Chinese no. joint. No, and I think that's a... Um, is it some? Well, I'd say is that something to do with like a cow, but then you can get beef. Yeah. I know, yeah, cheese does not show up. I'm gonna find this. I'm gonna in, find this item for you right now. Unless you're at a Chinese buffet and you get the um, the the imitation crab meat with the cheese melted on top, that seems to be very popular. I don't think that has anything to do with. Yeah, I think that's Chinese people. <laughs> <laughs> I was just here. You go. Mm-hmm. Let me find. Let me find these things. I'm gonna. I want to find what it's all about. 
shredded potato with sliced green chili peppers. That's just what it's called. Huh. But they it was like and it was it was still it was a hot dish, but like very like hash brown style shredded potatoes. Uh-huh. But it was in like an oil, like cooked in an oil. Interesting. But not like crispy. No. Which you would think makes it almost sound kinda uh-huh. gross, but it's more like how like scallop potatoes are. Yeah. Except there's no sauce. Hmm. It's hard. I don't. I'm. I don't know how to describe food in a way that makes it sound appealing. But trust me, it was good. Okay, dude. So I've, I went there a couple times, and uh-huh. I went. Uh, I forget what else. I got a deep dish pizza that I ate all in one sitting. I'm like, I clearly <laughs> have not lost my sense of taste. That what you ate a a deep a whole deep dish in one. It sitting? wasn't. Yeah. It, yeah. It wasn't like a full like Lou Malnati's. Like it was maybe a ten ten inch. I was sad. I got I was sad. I wanted to eat it. I ate three quarters of it. I ate forty five minutes of it, and then a little while later, I ate the last fifteen. <laughs> oh, Sliced man. pizza. I always like to describe in terms of time. <laughs> oh man, working overtime today. Yeah, and then ooh, Dave, I got more food news for you. Okay, because I got be, you're going to be. Ex- I got some food news coming up. So yeah, let's get into it. You're going to be excited about this one. Okay. First up, we went, we decided that we got to start going in more restaurants, like newer restaurants, trying new stuff. Yeah. Went to a place called Eam, all right? Eam. E-E-M. E-E-M. I think that's what. Thai barbecue restaurant. Okay. Okay. So we went over there last week. Um, I got, you know, I got my vegetable dish. It was mm-hmm. very good. I think I got a curry or some such. <clears throat> Rachel got... I never heard a white curry before. Hmm. Never heard a white curry. You got your green, yellow, red, masamam, panang. Heard all those. White curry, that's just potato soup. You'd think. Uh huh. <laughs> white curry with brisket. Ooh, okay. And she just she she's eating it and she just says she doesn't say like, oh, this is good. She goes, Something special is going on over here. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, let me let me get a taste off of that. Uh-huh. It's burnt end brisket. What? From a place called Do you ever go to Matt's barbecue up here? No. Unfamiliar. So Rachel's brother's big in a barbecue. Uh-huh. I think you guys were talking. I don't know. I don't think like I've he met was making, her brother. He was going, Okay, he was he was going all over. Like he's into it too. You guys should should discuss. Mm-hmm. I had a piece of it. Mm-hmm. I've decided I'm going to give myself for Christmas and my birthday a trip to Matt's barbecue. Do it, buddy. Do it. I think I gotta. I've been like feeling this urge lately. Yeah, tell me about it. Story. I'm of my life. smelling for yeah. Well, you and you, but you give into it, Dave. Yeah, yeah. See, you're like the you're like the guy who would be a serial killer, but you just like you'll just choke out a squirrel here and there, mm-hmm. and that keeps you at bay. Yeah, I got a bloodlust. Yeah, I'm just I don't have a bloodlust, but I'm just like I would like to go to a place that does right by how they're cooking it. You know, mm-hmm. I think I want to have. I think I need a night out of barbecue. Sorry to the listeners that might feel disappointed in me. I don't feel I, I'm uh, a believer that we cannot let uh, perfect be the enemy of good. And I think I will. You know, I'm holding to it, but I just, I just, 
I still like all the meat dishes. Yeah. You know? So I think I got to go out. And so her brother's like, no, the best place you can go to barbecue in Portland is Matt's Barbecue. That's the barbecue that this Eam, this Thai place, is also affiliated with them. So the barbecue that's in the Thai food is from Matt's Barbecue. Oh, okay. Okay. I, that's a good move. So that's, that's why. So this pizza, this burnt end, this brisket burnt end that was in the curry that I mm-hmm. tasted is from this Matt's Barbecue. Okay. Outsourcing it. I like that because, yeah, you yeah. can't expect a Thai place to spend all the time to make their own smoked brisket. No. So it's the, it's their affiliations. Oh, so that's, that's I'm ex- gonna I got I got a break I got a break I'm gonna do it I'm excited for you buddy I'm tempted I just to, hope it doesn't send me over the edge you know I'm tempted to fly up there and be a part of that with you man this is, <laughs> this is big Barbie's thinking like all right next time I'm down there let's go to like I gotta try that uh, what's the one you're talking about Heritage or what's the one that oh, San Juan Capistrano yeah Heritage yeah insane um, speaking of which you know was sitting atop my barbecue power rankings. Um, yeah. I've been and, watching the pictures. I, you are mm-hmm. in Texas right now. Yeah. And uh, and I've been seeing the dispatches on Instagram, Dave. I think everybody's got to take one step down the ladder because mm-hmm. we got a new king. Really? Yeah, man. And this isn't just recency. Re, what is it? What are they saying in football? Recency bias? The team you've seen not- the most frequently or the, the most recently is the one you're most impressed with. Um, oh, that makes sense. Okay. All right. Yeah, dude. Uh, I think we got a new new number one. I went okay. to, went to Goldie's Barbecue in Fort Worth yesterday, Texas, and okay. oh boy! And I know I Katie and a lot of other people accuse me of of hyperbole. You know, oh everything's <laughs> the greatest, everything's the best. You really don't have a lot of mid-range. Yeah. <laughs> I either love it or hate it. Uh, this is probably the best barbecue I've ever had. It, it, and no disrespect to everybody else on the list. Uh, Heritage, former number one. I think they edge them out just, just, just barely. This was, uh, mm. this was something special. Just, I got brisket. Okay. I got ribs. Even the sides. Uh, I will say, without a doubt, the best potato salad I've ever had. Best potato salad, without a doubt, really? I've ever had. Uh, they had creamy, cheesy jalapeno grits, cheddar jalapeno mm-hmm. grits. Okay, okay. Insane. But uh, brisket and pork ribs. They were out of sausage. I wanted to get some of that sausage, but they had sold out of that. Um, recently, they got voted by Texas Monthly Magazine. Uh, every four years, uh, kind of like the Olympics for the World Cup, Texas Monthly Magazine will do their rankings. I think I think they do like the top fifty. And uh, four years, okay. Yeah, just a few years, uh, just a few months ago, Goldie's got number one in Texas Monthly Magazine, and uh, which is saying a lot because I mean. There's so much great barbecue in Texas. I'm looking at my power rankings right now, and uh, three out of the top ten are in Fort Worth alone. And um, but yeah, I think Goldie's is the new king. It was just unfucking believable how good this was, and we got there just in time. I uh, I went with my buddy Brian Breckenridge. By the way, speaking of uh, openers, 
Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I had a, had a great show last night in Fort Worth at Hyenas. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Brian Breckenridge, who hosted, and uh, he and I went to Goldie's together. But also Joey Johnson, Scott Crisp, and Steve Gamble. Uh, Jesus Christ, they put the heat on me. Talk about nice. it. Take it easy, fellas. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, just uh, everybody just destroyed in front of me. And uh, so, yeah, real fun show. But, yeah, Goldie's Barbecue, Fort Worth. It's actually right outside of Fort Worth, and uh, I'm probably mispronouncing it, a little community called Kennedale. Kennedale. Um, but, yeah, kind of southwest or southeast of the city. And, uh, yeah, just I don't know. Shows what, have been good, though. Like, you're oh, yeah. Good shows. Shows have been great. Been having a lot of fun. Um, was in Lafayette, Louisiana earlier this week, which uh, – JP's. Oh, yeah, JP, JP Leonard, shout out. Uh, had a fun show at uh, Club 337. Uh, same place we played together about a year ago. Um, yeah. Man, as much as I love barbecue, uh, I think Cajun food is my number one, Like, and specifically boudin. I, dude, I okay, I normally, when I'm in uh, Scott, Louisiana, is just right down the road from Lafayette, and Scott is like the- I think uh, you do have this recency bias. Oh, yeah. Scott is I the- I think you do. <laughs> Boudin capital of the world, um, and I, I always go to this place called the Best Stop, and uh, they have just incredible boudin. I always get the smoke boudin, which is just insane. But I went to a new place. Uh, well, I who am I kidding? I went to Scott's on on the first day, and on the second day I went to a new place, uh, new for me. I think they've been there a while called Billy's Boudin, and dude, I had uh, even though I like Scott's uh, or uh, Best Stop smoke boudin better, but uh, Billy's has pepper jack fried boudin balls and it's okay. it's boudin in a little ball that's been uh, breaded and fried but they they put pepper jack cheese in there one of the best things i've ever eaten in my life just orgasmic and they also have they're famous for their cracklings they're cracklings dude i've never been a huge fan of like p- traditional just like pre-packaged pork rinds it always kind of tastes like salty styrofoam to me but these crack yeah. these cracklings they make them fresh and it's like um well you probably haven't had uh like pork belly burnt ends that's a big thing in barbecue now you get the the pork belly and you, you chop it up into little cubes and then um you smoke it but uh with the burnt ends, you get like the top layer is kind of the fatty part, and the bottom layer okay. is is the meat. Well, this is basically a uh, kind of a fried version of that, rather than a smoked pork belly burnt end. <clears throat> they chop them up and they deep fry them, and then you got this fresh, hot, seasoned crackling, and they're bite size. And the top layer is like this soft, kind of crunchy not not too crunchy, but it's got some it's it's pliable. It's this soft little fat layer, and then the bottom is the skin, and uh, which is a little it's kind of crispy and crunchy, and uh, without a doubt, like my favorite new like salty snack. Like if you're in the mood for like potato chips or pretzels or something like that, if you if you're anywhere that has fresh cracklings, oh damn, got a bag this, of what? Oh. All right. Well, this I'm see. I'm on the Matt's Barbecue mm-hmm. page. They have pork belly burnt ends, double smoked and tossed in mustard and brown sugar. Mm, mm, mm. They got something called an armadillo egg. Okay. It's basically a Scotch egg, Ooh. but it's a jalapeno popper wrapped in sausage and smoked. Ooh, okay. 
Now, this is, I need you to clarify this because uh-huh. this sounds like some Flintstone shit. Okay. Beef rib. Uh huh. Final price $25 to $40 per bone. Yeah. Yeah. That's and about right. And one bone can feed up to one to three people. Yeah. Beef ribs, uh, that's kind of the gold standard right now uh, in Texas style barbecue. And um, Goldie's had them, but they were sold out. But they were going for $35 a pound. Um, okay, this place is Friday, Saturday only. you got to make a beef rib reservation. Mm-hmm. you got to make a reservation just for that boat. Yeah, yeah, beef rib. That's the, that's what I get at uh, the Park's Finest in L.A., the Filipino barbecue mm-hmm. place. Uh, they have, uh, always on the menu, they have smoked beef ribs. Uh, actually, it's a short beef short rib, which I'm still a little unclear on all the differences. But, yeah, it's like... 35 40 bucks a pound and like one rib one bone is usually like over a pound like a pound and a quarter sometimes a pound and a half so they uh okay they, right. they always when you order it they always clarify like it's market price so you know it's gonna be i'm like yeah i know bring it on all right i wasn't familiar that's why i was looking at it like 25 to 40 dollars per bone i'm like i've had ribs yeah yeah no these are the you get a rack of ribs these are like the big dinosaur bones just oh good okay. stuff good stuff but yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, ate ate my way through Louisiana. Had <laughs> a whole bunch of boudins, some cracklings. Oh, and then um, got another potential entry on the top ten power rankings. And there's, uh, let me clarify. There's an exception. Um, there's a place called Leroy and Lewis in Austin. And uh, by the way, I did a show. When was it? Friday night. I was in Bryan, Texas which is uh, right next door to College Station, Texas, which is uh, where Texas A&M is at. And um, I had two different people bring me barbecue. (laughs) And I felt like I was cheating on my girlfriend or something because, you know, I had two different people, like, put forth the effort to go and acquire and bring barbecue to me. So shout out to those folks. And um, this one couple came all the way from Austin, which I think is about an hour and a half uh, okay. But but in Austin is a great place that I've never been to called Leroy and Lewis. If anybody uh, follows Chud's Barbecue uh, YouTube channel, there's this dude, this dude named Bradley Chud's? Robertson. Yeah, Chud's Barbecue. This, this dude's like the barbecue <laughs> Jedi. This guy knows his shit. But he used to work at Leroy and Lewis, which uh, I've always heard about. It's supposed to be amazing. I had. Leroy and Lewis brought to me, and it was I and I brought it back to the hotel. I didn't have a microwave, so I ate it cold, and it had been you know it had traveled, and it still was insane. I had smoked beef cheek, and uh, sausage, and hash and rice, and oh my god! So even cold, and surviving all that travel uh, would definitely probably break the top ten. I, I'm not going to put it in there yet because I feel like I owe it to Leroy and Lewis to go and have the real experience myself. But, uh, sure, give it just, the justice it deserves. Incredible, incredible barbecue. But, yeah, I'm kind of like uh, the fat Tommy Chong now. Like People are coming to my shows, and instead of smoking me out, they just bring barbecue. It's like, yeah, we want to eat some I mean, pork ribs with Dave Stone, so here you go, bud. But, yeah, I, I was flattered. But, yeah, two different people brought me barbecue at that show. And, uh, yeah, man. <clears throat> Let me ask you this. How are you feeling? I feel great. All right. I figure, like, I just wanted to check. No, I know I'm painting quite a picture here. But uh, believe it or not, other than the multiple meals I've already described on this show, uh, I have been eating fairly healthy. I've been doing a lot of salads. I've been trying to stick to the keto. I've been working out every day. Um, 
because I knew I knew it was just going to be chaos once I got to Louisiana and Texas. But uh, but yeah, man, it's. Uh, I I, I kind of I, I, you know somebody's got to. Oh no! I know. at this point at this point you're like somebody swimming the English Channel. Like you need somebody <laughs> in the boat next to you to take your vitals, <laughs> making sure you're still okay to continue. Oh, but yeah, uh, man. If I in a parallel universe, I would move to Texas or Louisiana just for the food. Of course, I guess it's good that I don't live here because yeah, I probably would be dead by now. But uh, eh, maybe, just, that's, maybe that's why it's your calling is to put that food into the world. So much good food, dude. But yeah. Um, shout out to my new friend. Uh, guess who came to my show last night? This totally caught me off guard. Uh, I don't know these guys' faces, but uh, we've talked a lot recently about the Vandaliers. Travis from the Vandaliers yeah. was at my show last night, the fiddle player. And, Hell yeah, uh, man. He's a good time. Dude, nice dude. And I am such a fan uh, of their band. And it's uh, mm-hmm. it's refreshing and fun to get like excited about meeting someone like i feel like at my age and being in show business myself you're like all right who are you you know but it it, i was i was almost like a schoolgirl. i was like oh my god you're in the vandaliers and uh just a super cool dude (laughs) and uh somebody was tweeting at him i think uh they might have tagged boogie monster something but i think my buddy brian uh who produced the show last night kind of knows some of those guys and i think maybe he tweeted at them a few days ago inviting them because i guess a lot of them live in the fort worth dallas area yeah they're dallas there's dallas guys but uh they were like uh he tweeted i'm like hey dave stones he's a fan he's playing at hyenas you know you guys are on the guest list and some somebody in the band responded like oh well we're just getting off a tour that day yeah i guess they just got home sunday the day of my show and i I didn't chime in but i'm thinking there's no fucking way these guys are coming to the show if they're just getting home from tour i wouldn't you know like <laughs> i mean it takes a lot to me for me to get out of the that, house I, several days uh, yeah after i get home yeah so i just you know i agree I, with that i was like yeah there's, there's i appreciate you you know extending the invite but uh, these guys aren't going to show and sure enough travis the fiddle player uh he was at the show and we talked a little bit after the show and man just like i said a couple weeks ago that new album just absolute bangers all the way through but uh, yeah player doesn't have to worry about loading the heavy gear in yeah out. yeah that's he's a probably, smart he's probably a little more refreshed at the end of a tour than the <laughs> other guys loading Pro- cabinets or drum kits in probably so but uh, yeah, so that was quite a treat, you know, getting to to meet him and hang out uh, with him and uh, talk a little music and talking, you know, some alt country and talking about how they were on tour recently with the old 97s, who I know that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we're all fans of. And uh, they've also been touring with uh, this dude who I'm a big fan of, Joshua Ray Walker. Uh, he's kind of blowing up in the alt country world, just fantastic stuff but yeah so it was great yeah. to see uh travis come out so that was nice and uh just a fun show all around uh like i said that was the same show that uh everybody in front of me just killers all those local guys there in uh, fort worth dallas so or dallas fort worth but yeah <laughs> they get angry if you say it out, out yeah of water. yeah i feel like you know i gotta do it properly but uh but yeah it's, it's been a good run so far just uh a lot of driving so much driving and uh, Little Rock was fun. It was a light turnout because uh, leave it to me to book uh, the same city on the same night that uh, Nate Bargatze was playing a goddamn basketball arena. So uh, <laughs> thanks a lot, Nate. But, yeah. Uh, 
Not that yeah, we have a huge uh, crossover, but uh, probably a little bit of crossover there between Nate and I. Yeah, they're down home type of fella. I did that mm-hmm. when I got to Honolulu, and then Tom Segura was yeah, at some, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, playing a mountaintop somewhere. And I'm like, well, don't forget to come to the uh, <clears throat> room between the bathrooms and the pool table to see me. <laughs> In case you didn't oh, get Segura man. tickets on time. Yeah. Where were you at, Vino's? Uh, yeah, Vino's uh, with my buddy, our buddy Chris Pierce. Just a giant of a man. Uh, He's bigger than ever. Just a powerlifting Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt, now pro wrestler. Yeah. This dude, uh, yeah, he was telling me all his recent wrestling stories. And he's an inspiration, man. I like Chris. He's 37 and was just like, hey, this is something I've always wanted to do. I'm going to be a fucking pro wrestler now. <laughs> now, okay, when you say pro wrestler, it means the type of like sports entertainment. Type yes, wrestling. sports entertainment. Even though he does coach uh, actual grappling, like high school style wrestling. No, those so he, guys come from athletic. This yeah. isn't a criticism of it, but mm-hmm. like the title of like, like I'm into pro wrestling. But mm-hmm. then if you just start doing it, you're not pro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I don't know if he's. It's like the term porn. Like it's a hack joke of like a porn star. Like you're not all stars. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You happen to participate in this thing. Sports. But I didn't know if there's a term. If there's a term to call like, oh, he's into wrestling, and you're like, oh, Greco-Roman or uh, sequins and storylines. You know, (laughs) it's sequins and storylines, and it's. uh, I've been seeing some of the stuff he's posting. which is it it's really wild. funny. It's him and his buddy, uh, his buddy Buddy. Uh, buddy they yeah. they do their podcast together. Shout out to uh, Death Metal Dicks. Um, but they're called the Hell Patrol. <laughs> and uh, one of I saw it was such a funny video. Uh, I don't know if this is like part of their shtick that they do it every match. But there was one video where Chris is outside the ring and his opponent is up inside the ring and they're jawing at each other. And then eventually mm-hmm. Chris just grabs a Bud Light and just, a full Bud Light and just throws it at the guy <laughs> can or bottle can can but it was okay, full right, o- right. full but opened yeah. and just hurls a fucking but <laughs> hits a guy in the chest and uh yeah the hell patrol but yeah uh yeah they look like it's uh their their uh their theme is pure chaos yeah <laughs> but yeah chris is an interesting dude man I, I really like him and we had a good time uh wasn't a huge turnout but but we had a good time regardless so uh, I always like that venue. That's just such a, a cool spot there. Yeah. In Little Rock. But, yeah, so uh, let's see. Lafayette, uh, Bryan, Texas, Little Rock, and then Fort Worth last night. And I'm off for a couple days. Then I got Albuquerque on Wednesday, Trinidad, Colorado on Thursday, and I wrap it up uh, Manitou Springs, Colorado on Friday. And uh, I'm staying around an extra day because the same venue I'm doing in Manitou Springs uh, the next night, uh, Mike Cooley of the Drive-By Truckers is coming and doing a solo show. So i got to see that. Oh, yeah. I was going to see them in a couple weeks uh, up here. Yeah. Now, is it them or is it just Patterson Hood Solo? <clears throat> oh, I thought they were doing two nights up here. Let me, go, huh. let me look. Yeah, I think I looked at that. I think it's just Patterson Hood, which is still a great show. But uh not quite the event that the whole truckers would be. Doug for upcoming. That is a beautiful venue up there, though. Shows. Uh, oh, they got. Uh, oh, they got. Let's see who's coming up here. I'm looking. Sorry, everybody. No, that's all right. Oh, it buddy. is Patterson Hood. Yeah. 
I still go see it. Yeah, he's great. I got nothing to do. I'm just around. I'm just around now. So what you gonna do That's for the next few weeks? Now that you, I mean, dude, your schedule the last a, six months yeah. has just been crazy. I haven't been home for seven days in a row since August. Really? Yeah, That's crazy, so. man. Yeah, I forget when. When was it? Yeah, August was when I had a couple times. I was around town for a couple weeks. Um, I don't know, man. I'm probably just gonna get ripped. What's the weather like? Can you get out and get get rad? Sucks. Nah, it's yeah. cold. Does he? How cold gym. is he? I'm in the gym training, dude. Are you? You I'm went training. To the... I don't know what I'm training for, but I'm getting ripped. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get ripped. What have you been doing in the gym? I told you I do some of the ups and downs. Uh huh. A couple of the the pull pull waggles. The pull waggles. Spinnies. A couple of spinnies. Couple okay. of couple tosses. I've got some, some new. Squeeze, uh, I do some, I do some of the squeeze boxes. <laughs> squeeze boxes. I got some and, uh, new uh, kettlebell exercises. I've been doing. I, I brought uh, two different kettlebells with me on this run, and I've been doing them every day. But yeah, this this one new circuit I, I've been doing, um, where you 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 get on the ground on your knees, and uh, so I'll take like the the forty pound kettlebell. So I'm on my knees, and um, you go behind your back. So you take it like you hold it in your left hand and you go around your back and hand it off to your right hand and then you just do like a shoulder press for two reps. So one rep around, two reps up and down shoulder press and that counts as one. So, you know. Is that is that exercise just invented by a guy who does rotator cuff surgery? <laughs> I don't know. But I think the the premise of it, you being on your knees, it's supposed to uh, engage your core a little more than if you were just standing upright. So, and you you can definitely us, feel it. Us talking about exercise <laughs> after boy, talking hey, about hey, listeners, food. if you thought if you thought we were uninformed about government operations and the supernatural, <laughs> listen to Chubbo and the Twink tell you how to get in shape. <laughs> Oh my god. Chubbo and the twink. Oh Listen to us tell you what you should do to get in shape. Now see what I do, I've been combining my kettlebells with my boudin. So I've been pressing boudin balls instead of kettleballs. I don't do cardio, but I hold my breath until I'm finished eating. That makes me, uh, I feel like that makes the blood throw, uh, that blood, the blood goes through you harder with more strength if you hold oh. your breath. Oh my God, that's so funny. The one that, I tell you the one that got, the one you just sit on a bench and it's got this perpetual rope on a loop in front of you and you just pull the rope down. Mm-hmm. You just do that. Like I did that. I'm like, this seems dumb. Then the next day I was like, God damn, I fucked myself up. So it's it, the rope is vertical, like yeah, it's you, just vertical in front of just, you, and you can set you can set the tension on it. Oh, kind of like if you, you were climbing, or if you were climbing a rope, basically. Kind yeah, of the but same. your feet are on the ground. You're sitting your uh-huh. feet are on the ground. Okay, interesting. I just again, all my exercise is only to justify going and sitting in the steam room. Yeah. So that's what I yeah I had to go there today just to like sweat out my weekend. How long do you stay in there? The, the steam I about room. Ten, ten minutes. Yeah, I used to go do that. I, I can't do much more than that. It's a hot one. It's a hot one they got going mm-hmm. over there. Yeah. What's a, what gym do you go to? Or you you don't have to say it, but it's a, it's like a national chain. 
Like no, got- there's only a few. No, it's it, Rachel signed us up for it. It's more mm. of like a health club. It's pretty. Okay. It's like they got hot tubs and indoor pools and like. Mm. But then they have outdoor pool, and in the summertime there's like a bar at the outdoor pool, and like it's like you could hang out there if you want. Okay, it's not just like the like the locker room has lounges, and you can mm-hmm. watch TV and kick it in there. I don't, but you could. They got basketball courts and racquetball stuff. No racquetball. No racquetball. I like racquetball. You ever fuck around with racquetball? I used to quite a bit. I haven't played in many years, but uh, that really was like the seventies and eighties sp- mm-hmm. sport. Now it's pickleball. Yeah, yeah. I've, I still haven't played any pickleball. It looks fun. I you once you get larger than ping pong, I mm-hmm. lose interest. Oh really? You don't? You never yeah, play tennis? T- you don't like tennis? No, Rachel likes tennis. I just, I don't. I love tennis. I need like three courts to play tennis. Yeah. I can't be uh, contained. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I need a ceiling too. I need a, this outdoor tennis where just, I'm I'm going for homers every time. Yeah. You got to gotta I need like touch. I need a full, that's why racquetball would make more sense. Give me racquetball, but with a larger scope. Okay. So I could just go full playing breakout, you know, mm-hmm. full contact. Oh, man. Good times, buddy. Glad glad to see you get some uh, R&R. You've deserved, you've earned it, buddy. Yeah, I think I'm going to just play some, play some guitar, play some Nintendo Watch some movies. What y'all doing for Christmas? Just Chill. staying in town? I'll, I'm I'm going back to Chicago, but just for a couple days. My okay. my next work date. I'm not. I'm on Vegas in January, so it's the next time I'm I'm leaving. So yeah, what about you? What you doing? Uh, just low key, just kicking it, kicking it around uh, West feed, Hollywood. Feed the neighbors. Yeah, might have the neighbors over again. I think I'm going to get a uh, a whole ham from Blood Sows Barbecue. They're doing uh, Christmas hams pre order. So I might get a, Ooh, a, a nice blood source smoked, ham. Smoked ham? Yeah, yeah. Do that. Maybe make all the side dishes myself, but uh, outsource the proteins. See, this is my problem. I've already committed, like, I will go to barbecue, and I'm like, ham's the best. I oh, should man. have ham, too. Yeah, you should, man. Ham's always a good I'm gonna, call. A little ham. I'm going to fucking die. It's going to be like when somebody's, like, Ben's, like, clean and sober and then they just relapse <laughs> i'm gonna be in trouble man oh man uh comic of the week this week haven't done one of those in a while we got two this week uh so many of our friends have been putting out specials recently mm-hmm. um but i thought we'd double up this week uh our buddy billy wayne davis has a new special called testify and i think i'm not sure exactly how he's doing that i, I think you might have to rent that one but uh, you can find all the info at bwdtour.com. BWD as in Billy Wayne Davis Tour.com. Check out his new one, Testify. He uh, did that one at some cannabis church. Like, it looks good. I saw the trailer. Like he's, Oh, is that? Where is that at? Colorado, Denver. Denver? Yeah. Yeah, I heard um, about that place. But yeah, I saw the trailer. Looks really good. Billy's hilarious. And then uh, our other good buddy, Sean Patton. He's got, P. he's got a new one called The One, and that one is available on Peacock, if you have that Peacock app. And if you don't, 
uh, might be worth uh, doing the free trial or just doing it for one month just to get this special alone because uh, Sean, both these guys, two of my favorites. Um, but, yeah. just There's a lot of good comedy coming out right now. A couple of powerhouses uh, yeah. got new ones out. But, yeah, all my buddies. Uh, Ryan Singer had one recently. Andy Sanford had one recently. Uh, still, Sean, Sean was very excited about this one. He taped it at Tipitina's in New Orleans, his hometown. He was yeah. telling me he's very excited about it. So Good. Good for him. But I uh, just saw Chad Daniels recorded two specials, two different specials in one night or Jesus. over a weekend. Good Lord. But just did like two two new hours. No, no. I just saw I saw him. It was coming up, and then it happened this weekend. I saw a post. He's like, "That's it. No, no overdubs. No retakes." Good for him. Just oh, so much. Everybody, there's so much good comedy out there that yeah. you will not know about if you just listen to the three main podcasts that everybody else listens to. Yeah, <laughs> trying not to talk shit here, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Or if if you only, I mean, not to knock anybody that has stuff on Netflix, but like, there's so much great stuff beyond Netflix and HBO or what have you. There's the Rogan bump doesn't. Uh, there's a lot of people that didn't have that that are phenomenal comedians mm-hmm. that unfort not unfortunately that you know hey Joe Rogan did he gave a lot of people mm-hmm. recognition but know that there's. Oh, leaps and bounds better comedians out there also in some certain instances that you should explore and find. Yeah. Try to be better about my shit talking. That's all right, buddy. Yeah. I'm just saying that there's there are other there is also It's it's like, you know, like hey, do you know like uh some restaurants make cheeseburgers too? Like but I like McDonald's. Yeah, but some restaurants make cheeseburgers that are like yeah. really good. Yeah. yeah, but McDonald's. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I, I eat there too, but some restaurants also mm-hmm. make cheeseburgers that are very, yeah. very good. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, just like ah, how, how I've nice. always been with most music. Like, most of my favorite music you're not going to hear on the radio. So, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, that's a better that's a better way to put it, Dave. Take take uh, a little initiative to maybe uh, explore and dig around and, and find the really good shit that maybe not, uh, that hasn't just been shoved down your throat by the mainstream. Or listen now, to our comics of the week. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, two good ones right there. Sean Patton, Billy Wayne Davis, uh, go get those and consume those. And uh, I mean, yeah, it doesn't get much better than, than those guys. So enjoy. Hell yeah. Well, good times, buddy. Uh, I'm glad you're feeling better. Glad you got through that COVID. I'm sorry you had to spend Thanksgiving alone at the Hilton Garden Inn. Yeah, it was dumb, but we'll be all right. Yeah, I did. Like, I was fine. I was fine. I just, you know, everybody gonna get it. Everybody gonna get it. <laughs> all right, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. The opposite of in vogue, where you're never gonna get it. <laughs> everybody gonna get it. All right. We'll see you next time. <laughs> The Boogie Monster.
Network.